0: Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is Creating Confident Communication, and today we have an amazing, amazing guest, and this is Hayden Gurman. Hayden Gurman grew up in Florida. He is the oldest son of four boys. He married his childhood crush, Lisa. They've done a lot together, including graduating from BYU, moving over 15 times, and welcoming five children. Hayden Gurman spent 12 years doing sales, he always felt there was something more for him to do. In 2019, he left a lucrative job in Indianapolis and moved to Farmington, Utah, to be a seminary teacher at Beaumont High School in Bountiful, Utah. He will be going into his fifth year teaching, and he has truly never been happier. He loves his job, but most of all, he loves his students. Hayden enjoys working out, playing disc golf, spending time with his kids, And going on dates with his hot wife. (laughs) Nine months ago, Hayden had an accident while out on a run. The accident almost ended his life, and it's echoed by many doctors and specialists. He should not have survived. These past months since the accident have been extremely difficult for Hayden and his family, but he has learned a lot and he is excited to share some of this experience with all of you. Hayden, we're so grateful. Not only am I because the community knows you, but I my family personally and my son just we consider you just wonderful a wonderful friend. So thank you for taking time today to share with us a little bit about the journey and what you've been doing. Would you be willing yeah. to just start and tell us a little bit about about what happened?
1: Yeah, um, I'm excited to be here too thank you. Um, yeah, it was September 24th of last year. I was out for a run. I was actually, it was my first day of training for a marathon and, uh, went for a run. I I don't remember anything after that. I, um, uh, woke up and I was in the hospital. Um, they think that, um, I was running and crossed the street and I thought there was a sidewalk on the other side of a guardrail and, and, uh, I jumped over the guardrail thinking there was a sidewalk and uh, there wasn't. And I fell 40 feet on my back and um, um, injured myself really bad. Um, When I was in the hospital, um, I had a lot of injuries. I fractured eight or nine vertebrae. Uh, My pelvis fell apart at the joints. So I broke my pelvis, um, fractured both of my scapulas, um, broke a bunch of ribs. And then uh, I lacerated a lot of organs inside. So I was pretty badly messed up.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow. So. And I, when I saw you today on camera, I'm like, look how good you look.
1: <laughs>
0: you, you said this was the part that didn't get damaged.
1: Yeah, th- this right here, this right here. This is <laughs> that the looks part.
0: amazing. Well, your whole face was protected. So tell us a little bit about how that healing process went. What, what, uh, what, what was the recovery?
1: It, um, it was the hardest thing I've ever experienced. Um, you know, being independent and being able to do anything and everything. I I was in the best shape of my life when I, when I, before I fell. So the, um, healing process was very long. Um, they thought I was going to be in the hospital for three months. Um, but I, uh, slowly started really, really getting better quickly. And I went, I stayed in their hospital for 33 days. Um, I couldn't walk because I they put screws on my in my hips, so I couldn't walk for six weeks. So I was in the uh, wheelchair, and then eventually a walker, and then I started slowly walking and using a cane. So the, the process of healing, I'm still in the the process of healing. It's. Um, um, I also had a stroke, which affected my left leg, and and so it doesn't work the same way as it just did before, and there's still pain. Um, I have to kind of deal with. So every day is a different experience. So I have good days and bad days.
0: So can you lift your leg now or is it, is it, uh, you've got full movement or not?
1: I don't have full movement. Um, the stroke affected the nerves. So the, the ability for the foot to work normally and walk and push forward, it doesn't do that. So, um, it, it made it really hard for any type of like walking or running. Um, <clears throat> but they think it'll come back hopefully in a year or two. That's how long it typically takes to heal from a nerve nerve pain, nerve injury.
0: Wow. So right now you're nine months out um, and you look great. I know that um, personally you have inspired so many. It was so funny. I I got permission <laughs> to share this from my son, but he came home and he's like, Mom, I've got, like, the coolest seminary teacher. He's the only reason I want to go. He's, like, so fit. And if me and a few buddies, like, we get to go work out with him, and he just pushes us, and he just um, – he had so much respect for you and your physical strength. Um, but I'm curious, you know, and I, and I apologize if I get emotional because I feel I feel such a connection to you, but, you know, what did it take for you mentally – to try to work through some of this?
1: Um, it was, it was really hard just to, uh, you know, to go from being so independent to not being able to walk and had to be so dependent on so many people and so many um, healthcare professionals. They, it was it was a extremely humbling experience. I, I've, it, I, I maybe I already said it, but it was the hardest and lowest point of my whole life. And just when I was like in that situation, you know, it it really kind of wears on me, and and it's a it's a day to day thing that to you know think. I don't want to be in this situation or this really stinks that I can't run or I can't walk or I can't do these things. And, and, uh, but, um, I'm so fortunate where I am right now and the healing process has taken place. Um, but it, it's, it's been really hard.
0: <laughs> well, so every day it's like a challenge to, you know, choose joy. I mean, that's one thing in this podcast, creating confident communication is people that are willing to speak and share about the hardest things they've ever endured in their life. And now they're on this side where they want to share, to help other people. They want to, um, you know, we've had some that have lost their legs and their limbs and their families to death um, and realizing that from what I've heard from different people and even from myself, sometimes the hardest things we've gone through can be the greatest blessings and gifts if we're willing to share with other people. Absolutely. And I found that, um, you know, you and your wife, I'm curious, you know, when did you start to feel confident or start to want to have a desire to share this with the community? And I know you were on the news and, your wife has a, a really big following with what she shared with the journey. When did you guys come to a space that you wanted to to share what was going on in your life?
1: Um, my wife, it happened very uh, quickly after the first you know week or two of me being in the hospital. It was more for her to to uh, share with others and our friends and and family like what was going on, um, but I didn't really you know when i woke up it was uh it was it was a hard uh and and, like um shocking reality right and um i didn't feel like i wanted to share i didn't want my kids to come in and and i just wanted to stay in my my room and um i just remember thinking like why why am i hiding this like what what benefit would it do for me to just keep this to myself and and if i if i share this how many people could just potentially benefit from it so i i didn't know what the benefit you know what the future was specifically because you know i I had really bad brain damage they didn't even know if i was going to come back and and the stroke and all these you know things that i had to heal from. you know, I, I talked to my wife and I was like, Hey, I I need you to post these things because I can't do it for, for one thing. Um, but for another thing is I, 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 I just want my students to see that they can overcome something really, really hard. So that's when it was probably a week or two after my injury, I, I just started having her taking pictures and videos and, and not just like the good videos or pictures that, but the ones that were really hard for me and uh there were some videos i have where i was in a lot of pain but i think that being vulnerable and being open to people and sharing this message um could potentially help you know even if it's just my kids but my students to to see that you can get through something really really hard
0: I absolutely love that. And your message has been able to reach so many. And I'm sure watching dad heal and share um, has probably been a gift to your kids. How have your kids responded to all of this?
1: <laughs> really good, actually. I, You know, uh, they came to see me in the hospital and uh, I was very nervous about them seeing because, you know, you 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 want to be a strong dad and, and, uh, put together and, you know, and I, I was, I was, um, the lightest I've ever been. I was 155 pounds when I fell was 195 pounds. So I I was very weak and, and I couldn't get up. I could barely move my, my, um, left side. So it was really hard for me to do anything. So for them to see that it it was, (laughs) A humbling and, uh, but a good experience because they really stepped up and and showed me, um, they didn't care about that. They just cared about being around me. And, and the more people came and visited me, you really showed me the, that like unconditional love that, um, they had for me and that I have for them.
0: No, I love that because I bet, I bet the people that came to see you were probably so blessed and honored to, to watch your strength. Um, I, I believe in and especially with now doing these interviews, every one of us are dealing with a struggle. Every one of us are dealing with a problem and for some, it's physical, it's mental, it's our personal lives, it's our family life, but it's almost when I was watching some of your videos, I, I mean I felt strong. I felt like, oh my gosh, we could do this. So tell us a little bit more about like some of the goals that you had because I, I remembered you saying you were training for a marathon, um, that first day, <laughs> that was your first day out there,
1: huh? Yeah. First day out. And uh, first thing I don't like running, um, but I was with my best friend and I was like, I want to do something hard. And he's like, Hey, just run a marathon with me. I was like, okay, but I want to do something harder. Um, so the next day I went for a run, uh, and then, yeah, this is the hardest thing I've ever did. did. Um. But yeah, how many
0: feet did you say you fell? So you, when I you were
1: went... 40 feet, forty. Wow. which doctors said that's pretty much the limit. Um, yeah, of falling, like when you humans hit the, uh, just the impact, you know, will, uh, really, really affect just the, the chances of survival are very, very slim. So, but yeah, I was, um, it's a funny story. It's a, it, it's a crazy story. And I, Think about it to this day. I, I was in the hospital and it was a time where I was in a really dark place, you know, um, thinking, like, why did this happen to me? I don't remember anything. So um, like, why would I do that? I like I wouldn't, I'm a happy person. I, I have nothing like I wouldn't jump off a bridge knowing I'm like I don't really like heights too much. So, but anyways, I um I was sitting there and I was thinking about all the things I couldn't do, and I started thinking about the the goal I had to run a marathon and and then i I just was like, Well, what if I could do it? And this idea of like, what if started happening and And this sounds crazy, and it's hard for me to say it, but like, I just closed my eyes and I had this like vision, and it was like such a strong. It was the, one of the strongest visions I've ever had. Like sometimes you like daydream, but this was like, I saw myself finishing a marathon. I saw, I like, I felt it. I was excited. I felt the joy, the pain, like all of these things. And, and it was, it was that vision that I was like, I can do this. I, I bet I can do this. And I <laughs> will never forget this. The doctor came in right like right after and he's like how are you doing and I was like hey do you think I could run a marathon and he was like oh yeah probably like you know a few years when you get better and I'm like no no, no like in like five months or eight months and he's like no 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 you won't be able to do it and I was like gosh and I kept asking doctors and doctors and they kept saying no, but it was just so real for me. So I saw it in my mind and that then was, it was, all right, I've saw myself do it. I just have to make it happen. So it was a lot of goals and little tiny goals to get to big goals. And I got to the point where, um, I was kind of hobbling or running and eventually I got to running and a little running faster. And, i uh I finished the marathon and uh it was Ogden marathon and uh May twentieth which was like eight or nine months from my fall and yeah it was one of the hardest things I've ever done
0: honestly when you say that it just chills head to toe i um I know you inspired so many did a lot of people run this with you and support you i
1: I had a lot of friends that um the, we're, we're with me in the hospital and and supportive. And I told them in January, I was like, hey, I think I'm gonna do this. You know, I was out of the hospital, I was back to teaching, and they're like, You are an idiot. <laughs> please, please don't do that. And uh, you know, I talked to my doctors and I I I just started training and just to see how far I could go. Because it was the idea of like, what if? So what if, cause I, if I can't do it, it's like, all right, I tried, but the idea of what if really stuck, stuck in my head. So eventually they saw I was for real, saw that I was training, saw the, uh, like the, the minutes and times that I would do. And they were like, all right, we want to do this with you. So it was well, a, a great support for me.
0: Well, tell me this part. Cause when you were doing it, um, you talked a little bit about it, but when did you feel the most discouraged? When was the struggle? Because that's like, it's one thing to have an idea and see yourself and say it, but then another to like actually do it, you know? So when was, when did you feel that struggle or discouragement? I mean, was it, tell, tell us a little bit about that.
1: I, I could honestly say it was a, it was a daily or at least a weekly thing for me. It was so hard, you know, being in the hospital was a, was a, was a different type of hard, but for me, I, I've been very active. I was uh, always fast and I could just like go and run, you know, but, but this was a, oh, um, you know, i just me running was hard for me. I just felt like at the beginning, I felt like it was in quicksand. I felt like it was running underwater and I, my mind is like, okay, you can do this. And then I go to do it and I couldn't. So um, a daily, daily struggle where I would have to like, Say okay, you're struggling right now. Step back for a second. What's the main goal? Why are you doing this? And I had the the reasons in my head, and I would continue to remind myself, like, "Hey, this is why you're doing this, and you've seen yourself do it already."
0: What were they? What were those reasons? What just you'd seen just, it?
1: Yeah, I saw it first, and the second was like, I just didn't want to be my injury. Does that make sense? It's like, I didn't want to be the person that accidentally fell off a bridge and, you know, and survived. I wanted to be someone, something more than that. So, and again, I didn't like running, but I felt like this was a great opportunity for me to just forget myself and, and go to work and and work on something that was felt like impossible. <laughs>
0: Well, you know what's amazing, and and I I've shared this a little bit, but I don't even know if you know my story. Um, now, with me gaining and losing eighty pounds five different times, I I remember the day I went to my husband and I got the idea. So I'm like relating with you on a deeper level than you know because I could see myself like running a marathon, and I got this idea. I was so excited. I just had Caden. And I was miserable. And I gained 80 pounds, I was well over 200 pounds, and I'm super short. And I just had felt so sick. And I had this idea come to me about a marathon. It was like, like you're saying it was like, Okay, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna run a marathon. And I went to my husband, all pumped up and excited and believing in myself. And he's like, Whoa, whoa, honey, and he's he left with all good, you know, listen, you just had a baby. You know, you you gain weight. You know, and I he was just like, I just don't think this is a good idea. And I remember, I just don't think you can do it right now. And I remember thinking to myself, like you said with the doctors, but wait, I know, I believe, I know I can. And I remember that next day I got out there, and I, I don't know if you felt the same way as me, Hayden, but it was like that first day. I, and for me, I can't even imagine what you were going through because your body had been broken and healing and pain, and you said your hips and your pelvis, right? Everything. I mean, for me, I just had a lot of weight on me. I had 80 pounds more weight on me. So, to, but I didn't have pain, but I, I just had a baby and I was getting through that. But I remember jogging like three or four houses and everything came back to me, just this flood of like, you can't do this. You're, you know, you're worthless. You can't. And did you ever have those like dark words and voices? Because I almost wanted to give up myself.
1: Yeah. And there was many, many times of me feeling like I wanted to give up, like just, just the pain alone, I would say. Um, (laughs) and when I, uh, when I fell, I had, uh, nerve damage and nerve damage when it's healing, um, hurts really, really bad. And it feels like someone's like stabbing your foot, like repeatedly with like a ice pick. That's what it felt like. Um, and it, it, like. Got better to where I could like manage it, right? But I knew in my mind, like, okay, if I start running, it's gonna get worse, and it did, and it did really bad to the point where my students felt like I had Tourette's because I was oh, like, oh, always like in my in pain. Um, But I just knew, like, like I just called the demons, like the demons are bad today, and I would tell my wife, and she would say, okay, and she would help me. Um, it's, it's really hard when you're in your mind and your mind is telling you one thing and your heart is telling you something else. So it's, it was, what do I had to listen to that day? Um, but yeah. How did I was you work
0: to... through that? For those out there that are dealing with this, with what I felt, what you felt, how did you work through it? Just day by day or thought by thought?
1: It was day by day, thought by thought, minute by minute, sometimes second by second. You know, once I got out running and I was training, it was sometimes easier, and then sometimes I would be like, "Okay, I, I can't do this. I can't run. I'm not getting any better." Progress was really, really slow at the beginning. Uh, actually, for the most part. So yeah, for me, it was, it was. I had to have a purpose. Once I had a purpose, and I had that purpose, and I knew this is what I'm going to do, and this is the reason why. Anytime. A demon or a a bad thought would come in in my thought in my brain. I would just go, nope. Like I'm I'm I have this. I'm going to focus just on this, and it it that helped me the most.
0: Well, you know, I agree. And I remember in that moment, I just thought to myself, no, I can do this. Like I I remembered kind of what you're saying. I, I'm really glad you shared this because I. I felt like I I knew I could, something inside me was like, you can do this. And so I, I remember going three houses and then five and a block and it, you know, my first five miles and my first 10 miles. And I asked people to do the marathon with me, which is amazing. You had some support because no one wanted to do this thing. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I can chicken out. I can stop, you know, and I still did this day. Remember my husband's, I said, I'm going to do this. Will you be there? And he's like, well, of course I'll be there. And he was standing on the other side of the St. George marathon, holding my baby. It'd been almost a year to the time that he was born trained all that time. And I just remember like sobbing when I across that marathon, because I thought to myself, you know, you, you did it. You did it. And I would love to hear what experience and what happened in your mind when you were running that race and how that felt you know, walk us through that a little bit because there's just nothing
1: like it. You know, I can relate. It, it was, uh, it, it was nothing like it. And, and on honestly, I, um, the f- three weeks before I was just so defeated and just felt like I wasn't going to be able to do it. And I found out some things about the race what would make it even harder for me. And I just got in my head and my wife was such an amazing person that really supported me and walked me through a lot. But then we got to the day before.
0: Wait, did you do it with your wife?
1: Yeah. She wrote, she ran it with me. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: I love her even more. How amazing.
1: Yeah. And she could have probably done it in like four hours and I did it in six hours and 44 minutes. So it was terrible, (laughs) but, but, um, I I, I, will, I will never forget this feeling because the day of the race, I was just on cloud nine. I was so happy. A part of it was because I didn't have to train anymore. Uh, but I think the biggest thing, because we were sitting on the bus going up to the canyon, and I was just like, we did it. Like, I did it. I don't, like, whether we have success or not, I think the key thing is that, like, for me, the, the quote that keeps popping my brain is don't let perfection be the enemy of, of good. And there were lots of days where I was not perfect. And instead of running nine miles, I ran six. And I I had to go home because I was in pain. But but all these things like just built up. And I if I didn't finish the marathon, I was okay because of all the time and the discipline it took for me to get to that point. I was so that was for me, the race for me. Um, cause that's the hardest part. And then the marathon's fun, you know, that's the, well, the first part was fun. Uh, but it was, for me, it was, it was, if I don't do it, it's okay. Because what if is still gives me the out, right. Um, but yeah, that, that really helped me to, to look at it from that perspective.
0: Well, and I love that you keep bringing that up because, you know, there's a lot of times in our life and I think that's something we could share with people. It's something I use all the time is, you know, like these doctors, well, maybe you can't, right. But that thought and that question that we can constantly ask ourselves, but what if, what if we, what if we could, what if we can, what if we can start? And that's the question that's always helped me. I mean, I think that's, that's what's helped me in my journey. And I believe, um, you know, cause I did the half marathon for the one you did and that was tough. So that, that full marathon, you know, it, it's a, it's a good marathon. It's a tough one. <laughs> um I know some of the videos that were shown at you, you know, at the end where, I don't know if it was at the end, I'd love you to share where you were, you know, crying, like really emotional. It looked like you were in a lot of pain. Um, tell me a little bit about that, if you would.
1: Well, yeah, the the pain like the first half of the marathon was really i i uh it was i was a good pace and and i was doing really well and then the half marathon they give you like uh some stuff so i took a gel and uh i never did the gel before and that's what made me super sick oh. so like every mile i was dry heaving and throwing up and oh. i was ramping up um so there was a lot of pain in my like hips but in my legs Uh, didn't have the, the strength to be able to go six and a half hours. So, um, I was in a lot, a lot of pain that was almost almost as much as in the hospital, but it was, it was an extremely, extremely hard. So, um, yeah, hopefully. At some
0: point, did you just want to
1: stop? Did you just want to quit? Um, I, I told my friends, I was like, hey, just so you know, you're going to have to drag me away from not finishing this race because I've already seen myself do it. So I'm going to do it. So I need you to support me this way. So they were good. And there were a few times where they like came up and you were like, hey, you you, you know, what? you don't have to run this like you just take a break. And I'm like, nope, let's do this. So um, I I just it, it was because I saw it in my head. Um, But yeah, there was, um, one moment I, I had really bad heat exhaustion. I almost passed out. The, the medic was really concerned with me and, but I, they got some water on me and I, I shook it off. So I knew I was going to finish. It was just a matter of how long I would, uh, it would take for me to finish.
0: You know, I always had that motto and I don't know about you, but it was like slow and steady wins the race. I never wanted to just. I just wanted to prove to myself and to my brain that I could do it, you know, um, that I could dream to do something that would be that challenging and being overweight and having those issues and actually do it. And I think what I'm hearing you say today is if for people out there is if you can believe it or see it in yourself, then you can be that you can become that it's almost like that mental strength and. And believing and seeing it, even if it doesn't even feel really true, if you can see it in your mind and visualize it, that's just what I've learned, that you've got that to hang on to because it was almost like, no, I've seen me doing this and I'm going to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, What's that?
1: Yeah, I was going to say like vi- visualiz- visualization uh, was a key thing for me. And there were lots and lots of times where I would just close my eyes and remember those feelings, remember those thoughts and, and really see myself doing it. Cause once I saw it, it, it just, it was so real to me that I couldn't help to not believe it.
0: You know, you're just, you're so inspiring. I mean, to know. You know, I was it's kind of mentioning to you briefly, my husband fell and hurt his ribs and didn't even break them. And they were saying that with pulled muscles and strained and you were going through the nerves. I mean, it can take up to eight weeks just to feel better. And I started doing this in my mind. So I'm like, whoa, okay. So how long did it take Hayden to do this? Once he got out of the hospital, you were still healing, right? You were yeah. still working through that and yeah. training for a marathon. Cause you said you broke your ribs and you were, um, but I just, I guess the main thing I want to share, first of all, is just, I know that you're inspiring to me and so many others. And I think if I were to ask you kind of this last question, I feel like this is the big one. There are people right now that are really struggling and, it, and we all have our different thing, but you know, if, if there was one thing that you could say to someone that maybe is in the darkest space that you ever were maybe is really really struggling to get out of their room to let people in but maybe they feel a call to want something more i mean what would you say to the one who who's trying to find a way to to have a different result
1: um I think for me it was in the past, it, it was really easy for me to let um people's opinion um affect me. It was really easy for me to think, oh, I, I'm gonna try to do this, and then be afraid of like, oh, what if I don't succeed? Or what if I don't um or let people down or like all, all these what ifs of like me not doing something. Um, but there's a, there's a quote and it's, uh, don't ask if your dreams are crazy, ask them if you're crazy enough. And I, I loved that because I remember telling my, all my friends that I was going to do it. And they just, it it was like the opposite of what I thought they were going to be. Um, so for, for the, the advice I would tell that one person is, is, don't worry about what anyone else says. Just focus on you and focus on something that will make you better. And if this will make you better, it's going to be hard. And <laughs> this was the hardest thing I've ever done, experience. And I'm, I'm good to not do some hard things for, for a little while, but um, experiencing this, helps me to know that I can accomplish anything that I put my mind to. And if my mind thinks I can do this one thing, it's going to be hard. And if I break it down in steps to make it more digestible, um, I can achieve it.
0: Wow. And you know what? I love that. I joked with my kids that I passed on the disease, the disease to please others. And I said, "Don't you don't have to have this disease because the truth is it doesn't matter what people think or what people say. It didn't matter that every doctor in there didn't have faith that you could do this because you, you believed in yourself. I love that quote that you said. Um, You know, I kind of like the one that she believed she could and she did. And I had that one on my wall because it was like, if we believe that we can do it, we can. And, you know, the interesting thing, like you said, I know yours was pretty recent. Mine was years ago. My son's now 19. And I remember looking at my husband. I'd had a few more miscarriages and another baby. And I remember looking at him saying, hey, I gained back another 80 something pounds. And I said, hey, I'm going to a marathon. And he looked at me this time and he didn't look at me and say, oh, you can't do it he said, I I know you will. And I remember thinking, I know I will, you know, because when we believe in that and we know, and we've proven to ourselves, there's nothing that we can't do. And, and, you know, I think along with you and I, and anyone else, we may have hard things that come up. And at this time in our lives, that may have felt like the hardest thing, but it might be the thing that helps us do the next. And, and, you know any trial that shows up we can look at you know if we choose to as a gift to make us stronger and i just love what you shared about try something that's almost like what i heard you say and tell me if this is right something maybe a little scary if you if you don't want to leave the house try to go outside if you don't want to look someone in the eyes or communicate just don't run from what feels scary and cuz it's easy to do that it's easy to just get out, just go towards what you want, because then you're becoming what you're, you know, and it might feel scary, but there's something, and and tell me if this feels right for me, as you're moving towards what you really, really want, that goal that maybe seems so scary, the closer and the things you do that scare you the most, bring you closer to that, you know?
1: Absolutely. What are your thoughts
0: on that?
1: Yeah, it was such a rush for me to like, for people to not believe in me uh, after a while, it, it kind of hurt at first, but then I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to prove like, watch me, watch, watch me do this. And, and there were days that I had hard days and there were days like my wife wouldn't even want to run. I'm like, no, we're doing this. And, uh, and it, and it caused pain. And, and there was a, there was another quote that, um that I really, really stuck out to me that I, I thought about a lot um, with me going through, the pain right but the, the 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 quote is suffering ceases to be suffering at the moment it finds a meaning and there's there's lots of times where i i just would remember the meaning and it helped me through all the hard times cuz if you're going to try something impossible or what other people say is possible it it probably means it's going to be really difficult and hard but if you're okay to know like oh it's going to be hard it has meaning. It's it's not suffering anymore. It's it's okay. I signed up for this. I want to achieve this, and if I try to achieve this and I get to here, it's a lot better than not even trying.
0: Exactly. And look what you were able to do. You know, I don't think anyone even cared how long that took you. <laughs> no one even probably even asked you the time. The fact that you did it. I think is more inspiring than, than you realize. I'm just so, so grateful. And I, I guess I just want to say that I'm, I'm truly honored to have you share your story. Um, We want this to touch as many of Davis County as we can, because so many people know you, you know, and I think it's okay to say that, All the athletes and all the cool kids always wanted you as their seminary teacher because you were relatable and you were fun and you're strong and you, you know, all these qualities and, and then being able to do this after literally, if you could say it this way, like being completely broken, right? Some of us are just broken inside and feel emotionally broken, but you were literally broken.
1: L- literally and figuratively, like it, it's the lowest point I've I've ever experienced, and and yeah, that's why I wanted my students to see it. It was like you can come back, and I'm not back, but I'm starting the process, and and anyone can do it. If I can do it, anyone can do it.
0: I love that, and and that's what I feel too. If we can do this, then you can. And today, as we close this podcast, we're we're creating. Confident communication, just one person at a time. If there's one person out there that we can help and inspire, one person that you can help and inspire daily, just do something that gets a little bit scary, just do it. Because there's always somebody that can learn and grow from the trial that you're going through. I really believe that. And I don't know what you feel, but sometimes when I've experienced, you know, really, really hard things, I often run into someone who's going through something similar, and I'm able to, to help them with that absolutely. So we just want to thank you again, Hayden, for being here with us. And like I said, we're just excited to share this. And um, and I'm sure all your seminary kids are going to love it. So thank you so much and to your wife, Lisa, and just the incredible message that you're sharing here. And we just want to leave you today and tell you that if we can do this, then you can do this.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Thank you.